What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks Podcast. It is another World Cup episode for your listening pleasure. Nick here with Scotty and Coach Steve, and we are going to break down round one or match day one for the group stages. Boys, World Cup kicks off in about three days. How ready are you? The bankroll is ready. I've been uh, getting that ready for Vegas for the past couple of weeks. We've been on a couple of winning streaks, which always helps, but I think it's uh, it's time. This has been one of those World Cups, especially with Qatar. It's been discussed, I feel like, for like the last 10 years. So I'm I'm ready for it to it's finally here. be here and see how it goes, for better or for worse. I'm not as excited as I normally would be for World Cup for a combination of reasons. For one, it's weird to have it in December, November, December when I'm working, you know, the uh, the summer ones I'm usually off by, you know, midway through or so being a teacher. So it'd be hard to watch a lot of these matches, but also, you know, Nick and I know Azuri again for the second consecutive tournament takes a little bit of the luster off for us, but at least the U S is back. So I have them to root for. And then, uh, are they back though? That's a question we're going to answer. Well, we will answer that question, but at least they're in the tournament. It gives me a team to root for that. I actually have like a real connection to, and we'll 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 ride them as long as they can go, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. But the betting angle does certainly make this a little more, uh, you know, fun for us, especially without Italy playing and and no, giving no our, our ourselves cardiac arrest over them. And I'm guessing this will be at least here in the states the most widely bet on World Cup of all time. So Easily. I mean, for me, yeah. it's it's bonus football for all of us. So I'm pumped. We're ready to go. Let's get right into it. So uh, we're we'll break it down for you guys day by day. The tournament actually kicks off this Sunday. The host nation, Qatar, Qatar, I don't know how we say it, whatever they're called, they are hosting Ecuador. Um, so right now there's there's two bets that uh, we were discussing here. So Ecuador on the money line plus 140. Uh, if you're taking a shot with the host nation, their double chance or plus half a goal is minus 170. How do you guys see this match shaking out? I have a very clear opinion, but I'll start with you. I mean, this is it's a tough game to start with. I mean, you know, I, I get it's, you have to start with the host nation, but usually you get maybe one of the better better teams in their group to play to at least give it a little bit more of a kickoff. So starting with Qatar Ecuador, it's not exactly the the marquee matchup we we hope for. But uh, I, Nick, you and I were talking about this earlier off off the pod, and I said if there's any chance for shenanigans to happen with Qatar, we know that they're going to try to get some result. It's going to be against Ecuador, so I would just take Qatar in this one, draw no bet, or plus half a goal to at least, you know, give them something. So, like you said, plus half a goal, I think, is, is minus, minus 170. 170. I'll take that. Draw no bet, they're plus 125. Either of those, go for it. If you want to, you know, try and get the the extra juice, should they win, by all means. But at least a draw here, I think, seems very likely. Coach, what do you make of this one? Yeah, it's tough. If, if this was just any old match, I would go – Ecuador all day with that plus what was it 140 I plus think you said 140 right I mean I'm going with that all day and, and Ecuador is you know like a, a middle of the road South American team they were you know in the top five or so to qualify but you know never a power so to speak and Qatar you know we don't I don't name, even know okay, okay, the only thing that worries me is that the opening match of the World Cup host country all the you know things going on with this World Cup and maybe things get whistled their way a little more leniently than they normally would. But, but other than that, I mean, if I look at this straight on the pitch, fair refing everything else, hopefully, uh, I think Ecuador money line is, is pretty close to a lock. The only thing I'd be wary of, of course, like I said, is it's the first match of the World Cup. So I agree with you both. I think, you know, shit is going to happen. If, if it will happen, it will be in this match. Uh, but on the flip side of that coin, I mean, all fucking eyes are going to be on this game. It's the first game. It's Qatar's quote-unquote reputation i mean they don't have a reputation anyway but their reputation as can we host this world cup is on the line right so i think it has to be called on the straight and narrow as close as possible and for that reason this number of ecuador plus 140 it absolutely jumped off the page at me i think it has to be as close of a lock as anything in this tournament um i'm actually shocked they're getting so little respect and i Fully expect them to run circles around Qatar. And another bet I really like is their top goal scorer, assuming he starts. Enter Valencia is plus 200 anytime goal scorer. I think that's an unreal number for him. Fair enough. I, I won't spend much more because, like I said, if they're shenanigans, they're shenanigans. If not, yeah. then yes, Ecuador should win. So that is Sunday. Let's move on to Marquee Monday. Uh, first match we'll talk about England against Iran. 
What do you guys think about this matchup? Anything that jumps out at you right off the bat? I think England in this one, this game, I think, sets them up for how they're going to do in this group. Uh, I think they need a win here desperately. Um, we talked about in the, the the preview, Nick, that I think Wales is kind of like this like sneaky dog that's kind of lying in the lying in the weight here to, to pick them off. Um, so I, I think they have to come out on fire. I think they got to, they got to get a win here. Minus 275 is a tough number, but if you yeah, start looking have, at some of those props, that, sorry. if you start looking at some of the props, I mean, over one and a half goals for them is minus 150. That's a little bit better. Um, yeah. So I think that's probably the angle I would go for them in this match. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I set you guys up for failure there. England is a heavy, heavy favorite minus 275. Iran is plus 900. So one thing um, I, I see here, Steve, if, if you're looking to extract a little juice and you think England is going to run circles around them over two and a half in this game is plus 120. Do you see that as being something to potentially bet on? It is, but I'm actually looking at team totals right now and I see England over 1.5 at minus 150. I think that might be the safer bet because, you know, you might see a two nothing England win or something yeah. in this. Maybe yeah. Harry Kane, you know, comes out and pops in a brace or something and, Iran's interesting because they're they're not a pushover team. Um, they have a, a experienced manager in Kiros, uh, the Portuguese ta- tactician. But there's a lot of controversy with this team in terms of the politics. They almost didn't come to the World Cup. So, you know, I, I know they were talking about maybe leaving Asmun off the side, who plays for Leverkusen. If he's left off, who's, you know, he's the big star really for this side right now. Um, I think there's a lot of mystery around Iran. I don't know if they've named their final roster yet. I hadn't seen anything uh, before we came on, unless I missed it in the past day or two. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of like England team total. I feel like I was going to say the same thing as Scott. Like, this kind of sets them up for the rest of the tournament, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Southgate is going to be under some pressure. That This is a yep. team that did go to the Euro final. And then you saw how they performed in a group with Italy, England, and uh, Hungary in the Nations League. And they were the team that got relegated, right? So mm-hmm. um, against two teams not coming to the World Cup, they didn't play well. Italy, I think, beat them both matches if i if i recall correctly sure um so is this, this will be interesting i think england is getting a lot of love in terms of being like one of the tournament like i think they were in the top five favorites or so to lift the trophy if i remember correctly at the last time i looked and i'm not sure if they're that good of a side honestly from what they've done recently like what have you shown me lately and i think this is also must win because you look at the other sides in the group wales in the u.s teams that can beat them. And I think there's a little extra motivation for like a team like Wales because of the historical significance of the match in terms of the, the culture, right? Wales is like the little brother that has been dominated by, by England and London for so long. And they're part of the UK. And there's always that we want to beat that bigger neighbor to the East who kind of exerts control over us. I'm sure Uh, the U S I think England's always been like a measuring stick type team for the U S because of the, the soccer ties and the premier league and everything. So I think if if England slips up here, they could be in a, a bit of a pickle going into those two matches against teams that I think have enough talent to take something off them as well. I, I mean, I think you guys are both right, right? So obviously we we all expect them to win the game. Minus 275 is a little little too much. I mean, hey, if you're a fan, go, go balls deep. Congratulations. Good luck. Um, England scoring two goals does seem pretty likely. And again, something to consider if you really think they're going to go for it. Uh, two and a half goals for the game is plus 120. I think that's a, a pretty decent number to go after if you're you're looking for something in this game. So uh, let's move on to the next one. That will be Senegal taking on the Netherlands. Uh, another game with a – actually, Netherlands not even as big of a favorite as I would have expected. They're minus yeah. 165 on the money line. Senegal, who always performs well in the World Cup, plus 500. Do you guys give Senegal a chance at an upset here? I'm going to say minus 165. To be, I, and the Dutch are one of the teams I've always had a soft spot for, so hopefully I'm not misreading this match. But I think minus 165 is a great number to, for a team like Holland, who's favored to win this group. I would I would take that in a heartbeat. I think that's a really good number for them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Netherlands do win this. Um the direction that I'm going to go is I'm going to take the under two and a half. Uh, no Sadio Mane for at least the first match for Senegal. Interesting. That's a that's a lot of pressure on Ismail Assar and and Boulay Dia to to pick up the the scoring slack, so to speak. But it seems like Koulibaly is going to be healthy, so he'll be at least patrolling the back line. And when they won Afcon, they did so by keeping the other teams again African teams that maybe don't have the quality as Netherlands draw or scoreless so i think that's gonna be what they try to anchor on this first one where if they can get a zero zero draw in this match or even like a one one 
draw, that's a huge win for them, especially missing their their key player in, in Sadio Mane. So it's very interesting. I never in the history of this podcast that I think we'd be talking about the Netherlands and under in the same sentence. But I mean, everything you just said makes an absolute ton of sense. That's actually an overwhelming favorite in terms of the over under um, the total in this game is minus 145 for under two and a half goals. So um, I think your your read is spot on here with the book, Scotty, and that's probably the way to go that or, you know, taking Netherlands money line. And let's not discount the defense that the Netherlands have too, right? Virgil van Dijk that, and yeah. De Ligt are two huge center halves of their own. So I, I think the the defense here is going to be like the, you know, the, the strength for both of these teams. And if you're a team that scores first, I could totally see them kind of playing a conservative, you know, style of play moving you know, throughout the rest of the match. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. When I look at this Dutch side, it doesn't remind me of the Dutch sides that I I, I really like to root for. You know, no, um, they, don't, they don't have that goal scoring quality against that they've Spain. Had. They don't have the Schneiders and the Robins and the Van Persies of the world, yeah. right? I, like Scott mentioned, Delict uh, and Van Dyke when they're on are very good center backs. You know, even De Vrij as the third option there is is solid for Inter. We've seen him plenty, um, and even the defensive midfielders like Darun, Coop, Miners, those guys are solid. And I look at their forwards, and I don't think they're chock full of goals like they usually are right their no, no. their most experienced forward right now is memphis at uh 42 goals and 81 What's he, i feel like i haven't heard his name this year yeah he might be leaving barcelona in the winter so didn't even know he was still um, there. if they're gonna win matches they might be winning more of those one one nil two nothing type matches and and i i kind of think the under might come out come out here they don't score like they used to yeah, let's uh, let's hope that a lot of people kind of just pound that number and it, it breaks down a little bit more. Uh, let's wait a little bit closer to game time, but there you guys have it. That's the play. Um, yeah, and-, and I agree with the minus one six five. It's just because Scott made that point too. No Mane makes me believe it's going to be very difficult for Senegal to find many goals. Absolutely. All right, and how about the featured match for us anyway uh, on that Monday, and that is the United States with their best chance to get this group. Uh, in the direction that they needed to, they are taking on Wales plus 165 for the United States, plus 195 for Wales. Who wants to go first? I'll take this one because this is gonna be one of my locks. I got three locks for the first round. I'm okay. taking Wales, draw no bet at minus 105 for one of my one, one of my locks. Um, talked about it on the preview. I'm kind of up on Wales here. I think they're gonna be undervalued. This is kind of like the lineup or the the roster construction that typically does well, where they have a few of those veteran presences, but a bunch of younger emerging stars or potential stars. Um, and so I I really like you know the the talent they have coming up, and I think. Being in the U.S., we hear a lot about the U.S. names, but they kind of get overhyped a little bit. So, you know, we think about Kristen Pulisic as the star that's going to carry the U.S. to, you know, extreme lengths uh, down this tournament. But when I look at what he's done in the EPL for the last year or so, and then I compare it to somebody on Wales squad like uh, Daniel James, for example, I think it's it's equal in comparison. But we just hear about Pulisic so much more sure. that we think that the U.S. has this extra talent that maybe Wales does not. But I think in relative terms, it's probably pretty close. Yeah, I agree. I think that's why the lines are plus 165, U.S. plus 195 for Wales. And to advance out of the group, I think, is U.S. is about even money when I looked earlier today. And Wales is like, or rather, it's a U.S. minus 105, Wales Wales even money. So it's basically a toss-up. So it's really going to be down to this match. I think what the books are looking at is that, at least the way they're projecting it based on the, the betting numbers, is Iran is the whooping boy of the group. Everybody should take three points. If you don't take three points off Iran, you might be in trouble. And then this is the the match that, you know, it's going to get you through because England is expected to beat these teams. Now, is England going to go three? No, I, I doubt it. Um, I, I don't see it, but this is the match that really sets the tone for both of these teams, especially for the U S with England following Wales, right? You don't want to go into that with no points and then possibly go into the last match. day with no points. Cause then you're done. It doesn't matter what you do against Iran. Most likely. Um, I, I do think the U.S., we hear about the players, obviously, because we're in the United States, and this is our, quote-unquote, you know, golden generation in waiting, so to speak. For the fourth World Cup running, our gold generation yeah. is here. It's great. It's crazy how much success we've had. We're so lucky to be been born in this era of U.S. soccer <laughs> supremacy. Now, I was reading in Sports Illustrated, I think it was before the actual roster was announced, but basically the player pool and, and the players that were projected to make the team I think the average age was like under 25 years old, which was like the second youngest team uh, in like the last bunch of World Cups. I forget which team had a younger roster at one point. I think it was I think it was Ghana, um, that Ghana side that that made a pretty good run. And I think the U.S. is obviously building toward 2026 when most of these players will be in their prime years around 27, 28 years old. Should build towards a new coach. 
Um, By then. And what I'm looking at in this match, and Wales, most of these guys play in the EPL, Scott, right? I mean, Daniel James, these guys, I would say the majority. Gareth Bale, very experienced. I don't know if he starts or comes off the benches. Like Plus a, 185 anytime score. Yeah. Are you backing um, him? Am I back? I, I don't know. It depends if he's starting or not. Uh, I don't Johnny, know how you're backing him if he's starting starts? every match at this point. I need to know who's taking free kicks. It's either be him or Harry Wilson. It should be Gareth Bale, but Harry Wilson's pretty lethal with his left foot um, from some set pieces. So Harry Wilson if, plus four hundred. If there's a, a a prop that comes out, I don't know if we have it yet, but like to score from a free kick or from a set piece, I would take Wales on that all day. All right. Sorry, Steve. I cut you off. Yeah, no, so what I was getting at with the young ages, it, it'll be interesting to see how this team comes out because, yes, they won the Gold Cup. They won the uh, CONCACAF Nations League last summer, so they they got some trophies under their belt with different player pools in both of those tournaments, but this is a different level, right? This is the World Cup. It's not on U.S. soil. Their last couple friendlies were very underwhelming, uh, and I'm curious to see what kind of energy they come out with. Do they? Is it like we're young and stupid and we don't know any better and they just come out and play really well, or is it wow, the bright lights are on us and they get a little overwhelmed. Obviously, as a U.S. fan, I want them to win. I would I would definitely, either side you back, I would take the draw no bet just because I could easily yeah. see this being like a 1-1 type match and both teams saying, okay, we got our point. Now we got to take our shots against England and Iran and, and see who comes out yeah. on top. And, and they're both pretty close there. So USA draw no bet minus 125, Wales minus 105. So yeah. good numbers. I wouldn't take either side money line. It needs to be asked too. Like this is the first World Cup game for what, like 98% of this roster? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the only I think guy there's... probably is Yedlin, right? Right. He's yeah. the only guy. Yeah. So then on Wales, I mean, I guess maybe maybe you could say something similar because I know they haven't been in it for, for a while, but you know, it, they I have think a Euro those... experience though, right? Which is <sighs> which is higher quality than the Concacaf stuff. Oh, for sure. So I, I think right. that also experience helps them out in the, you know in this kickoff game as well. All right. The one thing I will say before we move on, Nick, is I'm just looking at goal scorer numbers. And if you like someone to score, like if you really believe that Pulisic is going to have to be the guy to get a goal for the U.S. and he's plus 330. So, I mean, if you if you're going to take a shot at a goal scorer, it could yeah. be a lot worse to take a shot on a guy like Pulisic at plus 330. No, um, no doubt. Gio Reyna's you know, up there at 300. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the starting lineup, right? It, all it depends on the really lineup. Comes yeah. down to that. So, all right, Aaron, real quick yeah. before we move on, buy or sell like one point mandatory for either of these teams to get out of the group. Bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I All think right. a loss here puts either of them You're in done. very, very yeah. tough unless you somehow beat England. Yeah. That was a bonus buy or sell guys. We're not yeah. even doing that this episode. You see what I did there? That was just yeah. slid that right in. <laughs> Ad lib. All right. So let's go on to Tuesday. One of the tournament favorites in Argentina is taking on Saudi Arabia. Argentina, very hyped squad. Uh, they played in a friendly today against a team that I will say is similar to Saudi Arabia. Uh, and they, I think, put up four goals in the first half. There's really nothing to bet here on the money line. So a bet that we have identified. Um, Scotty has made a note of it, but I think I will hop on with him. I think the whole world will hop on with him. Argentina team total here over two and a half goals is even money. I think that could very well be the play of this first round. I think that probably even hits in the first half. I know I did a lot of the talking here, so I will let you guys tell me why you like it as well. But I think we're we're all going to be on board with this bet. Yeah, I think um, we, we talked about it again. I have to stop saying this, but you know the strength of Argentina right now is their their forwards. They have really great depth there. Not that their midfield is bad per se, or their defense is bad. It's just that when you look at you know Lionel Messi, Lautaro Martinez, Julian Alvarez, Paulo Dybala, all those guys can come up and score you know two plus goals in a game, any given game, right? Like you would, if you see Lautaro Mar- Martinez with two goals, you're not gonna be like, whoa, he had a crazy game. And it's like, yeah, like he can do that. So I think. Like you said, Nick, this is one where I, you know, I would expect two goals by half, and it could be very much easy, very easily be a first half winner um, if if everything goes right. Yeah, I mean Argentina. I forget who they played today, but they put a five on a team that wasn't very good in a friendly. Um, probably something similar to what they're going to face in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I'm you know the Saudis that. usually qualify, but they 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 never usually do much in these tournaments. When they do qualify, they're usually overmatched. Uh, and... The United uh, Arab Emirates. So okay, as so I Saudi Arabia is a little bit better. Team. A <laughs> little bit better, Saudi Arabia. I don't want to discount them that much because they, they are better than the UAE. But I, I agree, Scott. I think the firepower is all up front. I think this is a match where Argentina's, you know, they should get out to a hot start. They 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 are, in my opinion, one of the top teams in the tournament, despite the defense and the midfield books. not being, you know, not being the, like, stars of the team. It's going to have to rely on their forwards. So I expect them to have to score goals, and I think this is a great way for them to get started. 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, this to me, it's probably the play of Tuesday, uh, if not the play of the entire first round. So Argentina team total over two and a half. It is even money. If you're listening, open up your sportsbook app, bet it right now because this number probably gets worse. Um, so the next game, uh, it will be Denmark against Tunisia. Uh, Denmark, pretty heavy favorites here. You know, they, they made a lot of noise in the Euros. They're really what I would say is a strong, solid, up-and-coming team. They're minus 225 on the money line. Tunisia is plus 650. I don't like anything there, but before I speak for everybody, do you guys see any value in a team, a money line, a half, or is it totals? I think you got to look to totals or something with the spread because, you know, minus 225, I expect Denmark to win. Um, team total, like you have identified at minus one and a half is probably a, a decent play. This this match follows Argentina. Maybe you parlay that team total over one and a half at minus 140 with that even team total for Argentina. You get a nice little number too. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. But yeah, I expect Denmark to, to go to work, not to the extent that Argentina should go to work, but I think two goals is, is well within the... Uh, what's expected of them this match. Yeah. I'm going to zig while everybody else zags. Betting is supposed to be fun. I think sometimes we lose that side of yeah. that. We're trying to make money. <laughs> I would think the most fun bet that you'll have this week is to put a little bit of money on Christian Erickson, anytime goal scorer. His return okay. to the you know international stage. We all saw what happened the last time he was on the pitch. Yep. All happy that he's back. I think it'd be a great story. And if he does, some of it, us had bets on that game. It's going to be a massive, you know, a massive story. And you know, why not have a little bit of money uh, on it as well? So plus I think he's plus two ten. So yeah, plus yeah. Okay. Put a half a unit on there. What a full unit. Whatever. There you go. Yeah, I like Scotty's advice. I mean, as Steve said in in our quest to identify something to potentially bet on and make money. Denmark team total of one and a half is minus 140. Um, you know, that, that I'm not going to go out and give that as solid, strong advice or a lock. It's a probably a decent bet that I think more than likely hits, but Scotty's point is much better made. Let's root for Erickson in this one. Plus 210 is an awesome number for him. All right. So next game on Tuesday, we got a full slate. This is one that we have all circled here. Uh, this is, should be a pretty good, exciting matchup. It is Mexico taking on Poland. Mexico is a slight favorite plus 170 on the money line, Poland plus 180 Poland draw, no bet minus 110. Scotty, what do you like in this one? Start us off. I feel bad. I mean, I'm stealing your thunder because you it's feel okay. very strongly it's, it's on okay. this one. I, I, um, I think I couldn't steal all that juice. I'll let Nick get excited at the end. This is my third and final lock of the week, or at least of the first round. I'm taking Poland to win either half, uh, minus 110. Um, I think this, you know, typically these opening round games, they're a little bit more you know, conservative. Um, nobody wants to try to lose their group within the first you know, half or first game of the, of the, of the matchups. Um, and so I, I think this one might be one of those games where it either ends 1-0, 1-1. Um, but I think Poland has, you know, again, they have the talent up top. We know Lewandowski is, has the ability to score. We talked about Piatek, who's also, you know, up and down, has ups and down. But I, I think we could expect better from him this, uh, this tournament. Um, and then as Nick will get into, this Mexico team is not really Trash. of the <laughs> of the caliber that we've seen in the past. So um, I'd expect them to at least get it done in one half. It might, might be a, you know, a 1-0 first half and you cash it, or maybe they just get it done in the second half. But getting that flexibility of either half of them to win one of them, I think that's a, a really good value at minus 110, basically even. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, I don't think this Mexico is the Mexicos of years past that we've seen that can really give the, some of the big boys trouble, give Argentina trouble in the knockout rounds and some of these other, you know, powers. Mexico's one of those teams, I feel like, because they dominate CONCACAF, people see them as being like a power, right? When, when was the last time they dominated CONCACAF, coach? Not this last cycle, right? So that, gotcha. that's what I'm getting at. So. They're, I think their fans feel a bit entitled sometimes because they've been so good in CONCACAF and then they get to the World Cup and they'll make decent runs to the quarterfinals. Um, but this team did not look it. good in the in the recent qualifiers. They were very beatable. Uh, the U.S. handled them, I think, when they played here in the States, if I remember correctly. The U.S. beat them in both the, the Gold Cup and the Nations League finals with, you know, lesser squads at, and, and I think it was the, the Gold Cup. They might have rotated to like kind of their second tier of the U.S. and won. Um, I, I don't, I don't buy it. And I think Poland has enough to beat this team. I think they're kind of a little under the radar. They have some nice talent. One player I'm identifying who could be a real steal as a goal scorer because he plays midfield is Peter Zielinski of Napoli. 
the guy scores. Right now. He's yeah. having a great season. He's a very, very good player in the attacking midfield. He's at plus 350. I like that. I, I mean, that number at anytime goal scorer is something to keep an eye on. Obviously, Lewandowski is the guy you expect to score. Maybe he, He's got to be about, what, minus 110, minus 130? Plus 135. Oh, okay. Better than I thought. Right. So he's the guy you're going to expect to score. He's the star. He's one of the best strikers still in Europe, if not the best. Um, but but I, I do like that number of Z- on Zaliski. And I think this team is a little underrated because outside of Lewandowski, many casual fans don't really know many of these Polish players because they don't really play in the Premier League. They're in some of the other top five leagues in Europe, like Serie A and you know the Bundesliga. Yeah, a lot in Germany, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like them. Um, I mean, so Scotty and I spoke I wouldn't go money it. line. I'm just going to say, when I say I like him, I, don't, I wouldn't say money line. I would say draw no bet. That doesn't just, like just him to that make much. that clear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, you know, we spoke about this in the preview. This is probably the worst Mexico that we've seen in our lifetimes. Yeah. And we're all in our early 30s. Um, it, they have a coach in, in Tata Martino who nobody seems to like. Um, and they've absolutely looked horrendous. In, as you said, in qualifying and leading up to this tournament in friendlies. Oh, by the way, they got smoked today by uh, Sweden. Sweden. And I think that's a very similar team to Poland, right? Compact, organized, uh, has some star power. And, you know, looking at these lines, I was screaming at the boys here, Poland to the fucking bank. I think plus 180 is a downright disrespectful number for Poland in this match. If you want to take it on the money line, that is good a number as you'll see in this first round on, on a team that should take care of business. Um, and I'm, I'm here with coach Steve minus 110 uh, on the draw. No bet is absolutely a lock. I like it as much or more as I like that Argentina pick we just gave out. So I don't see any way Mexico gets a result in this match. I just can't see it. So we gave you three good bets to, to we're going to go three, no in this game, right guys. That's what we're saying. Easy. All right. You guys heard it. And to round out the Tuesday matches, it is France taking on Australia. Uh, France, absolutely massive, massive, massive favorites here. They're minus 400 on the money line. They are the third favorite to win the whole tournament. The number one team out of Europe, if you're keeping track. Australia, uh, plus 1,100. Not getting much of a shout here. Um, Not getting really much of a prayer. One thing we do want to say since we last recorded, our boy Nkuku is actually out. He got hurt in training. I don't know. It must have been pretty bad if he's out for the whole yeah, tournament. Yeah, man. I hope he's back for RB Leipzig because I've been running that riding that money train. They play Bayern first weekend back in January. He's got two months. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm going to imagine that we probably think France takes care of business in this game. There are two bets that I want to run by you guys. I want you, I want your opinion. You think they're decent bets or do they make no sense at all? They're both at the same number, give or take. Australia's team total of half a goal uh, over is plus 110. So if they score a goal, just a little better than even money. And Australia plus one and a half goals on the full time is uh, plus 105. Do you think either of those bets are in play here? Man, I mean, as much as I'd love to root for Australia to to pull an upset or even score a goal, it's so hard to bet something on them just because I'm looking at the goal scorer props and their highest player is about the whole France starting lineup down. Uh, J- <laughs> Jamie McLaren at plus 400. I mean, even guys like Teo Hernandez are rated higher, Rabiot, Vertu, guys that aren't in striker positions. It, it, it's going to be hard for them. I, As much as I don't want it to happen, I think France just kind of runs away with them. Even this Australia team watching some of the score lines and qualifying, you know, Australia usually dominates like it used to be Oceania. Now it's now they're in the Asian qualifying group and, and they didn't even win their group. I don't think, I think they had a little bit of trouble in qualifying from what I remember when I would look at scores and lines and things like that. So I, I can't put anything on, on Australia. And I feel like France is probably unbettable at this point in terms of how big of a favorite they are. So this is probably just a pass at this point. Scotty. Yeah. I'm not taking either of those, um, you know, France is going to get a lot of focus on their attack, but their defense is also really, really strong. When we talked yeah. about Kimpembe and, and Koundé and Varane and Pavard and Kanate and, and Saliba or whoever they put out there are all studs. So I don't think Australia, one, is going to have much possession in this game. And two, when they do have possession, I don't think it's they're going to be able to get, you know, they're not going to generate much XG, if you will. Um, but I do have a bet for you, Nick, because when these games have such terrible odds and there's not really much to bet on i get creative france to score in both halves minus 115 
Mm. It's not a bad number considering the the amount of talent they have up top. We know Benzema finds the net in almost every game he plays. Uh, Mbappe is going to be pretty lethal down the side. Uh, even if they don't have Nkunku, they're still going to have other guys off the bench like Coleman or, or Griezmann. Um, and even guys like uh, uh, Many can, can contribute. Um, so I think that is is probably my my bet for this match is just to so, see them get a goal in each half. I would typically hop right on with you. I do like that bet. I only worry because France hasn't looked that good as a unit lately. And, I, you know, do they struggle? Do they start slow? Do they maybe not get that first goal to the 50th, 60th minute? That's the only thing that worries me. Um, and to my knowledge, Scott, France have never won us a bet while we were in Vegas. And we will be in Vegas for this game. Also, to that point, France has never even won a game when you and I have been in Vegas. That's true, but we will also have one foot out the door of Vegas when this this kicks off because I think this is the last game that we'll will be uh, physically in Vegas for. So maybe there's like some sort of waning effect of that bad juju um, and All France right, can well, overcome that. If you're listening and you found a good bet, a good value on France, we'd love to hear it. Until then, we're riding with Scotty's bet. So that'll wrap up Tuesday. Moving right along, the Wednesday games. Uh, first one will be Morocco against Croatia. I have a bet that I absolutely love here. Uh, Croatia on the money line is even money. I think that they probably take care of business here. If you like Morocco, uh, they're plus 180, draw no bet, and minus 125, getting half a goal on that double chance. What do you guys like here? Not much. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, I know you like Croatia money line. Yeah, I think so. I'd, I think that's, I would go I think the other way. Number. I would take I would take Morocco uh, double chance just because I, I think Morocco is they have some talent there. I think there's enough sure. talent there and to 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 get a goal. A guy like Zayesh has pace and can get behind that old Croatian back four. Um, so a goal here might be enough to to steal a a point, and that would be enough for for a squad like Morocco in this in this group. Yeah, I, I think. I don't, I don't love anything here. I think if I had to pick something, I'd probably go Croatia money line just because, you, you know, Zayic could steal a goal for them. And then there's Hakimi coming down that, uh, that right flank, you know, just favorite the, right back. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Not my favorite. Just remember at Inter how he could, you know, really turn a game, but I don't know if there's enough individual talent around those two to really, uh, trouble Croatia enough, unless they, like I said, hit out in the counter with, with those two and, and Zayic can find a goal. Um, don't love Croatia cause they are getting older. Um, but I, I think they're still probably the the winner in this match. Yeah, who's in, scoring the goals for Croatia in this one? Svrgovic. Yeah, somebody I don't know. Um, here, here's the reality though: they need they need this win basically, right? Like they, we, we're yeah. believers in them to get out of the group. They're the second favorite to get out of the group. We talked about that, and if they don't beat Morocco, that's not looking good for them. So I think they get off to a pretty quick start, and um, you know. You guys made good points about Morocco, but I, I just think even money is too good of a number to pass up on Croatia. And that's the basis of my bet. All right, so let's move on. The next game, Germany against Japan. Germany, absolutely one of the favorites. I think the second or third favorite out of Europe. Uh, they are minus 205 in the money line in this one. Japan is plus 550. Coach, what do you think about this one? I'm a little... I'm I'm curious to see how Germany comes out because they barely barely snuck by today in their friendly one nothing. I, I don't remember who they played off the top of my head, but I remember it was not somebody very impressive. It was Oman, was it? Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those Middle Eastern countries who's not at the tournament. So if they come out and play the same Oman. way, they were kind of they were kind of hit or miss in the the Nations League too. Maybe they come out to a slow start. Getting Japan like plus a goal and a quarter at minus one thirty five or plus one at, at one at you know plus a, even money basically if you think japan could hold it to a, a goal might not be the the worst bet in the world you know germany's definitely the favorite for a reason they they probably win the match in the end but i don't think they run away with it like some people might think no they're they were just like france leading up to this just struggling for goals yeah i think I, so the pick that i'm taking here i found some value with germany money line in the first half um i know you know they, they don't have timo Werner who they've often played up top so Kai Havertz slides in there um but you know we discussed it Nick they have so much talent in midfield and so many goals that can come from that midfield winger's position whether it's Sergei Nabry or um Leroy Sané or whomever even um you know Kimmich or or Goretzka from you know the deep line midfielders can score from outside the box I think they're going to score um 
I don't think Japan really has the depth of talent to, to, you know, keep up with them. So I do think Germany wins this one, even though they haven't been playing great. Um, and, and at the very least, a, a goal in the first half should be enough because I don't see Japan scoring. So plus 100, even money, first half money line is, is where I'm putting my my bet. Yeah, fair enough. And this, this is one of those games for me that I think that's uh, a pass. There's really nothing yet that I found. You know, we could take a look at some goal scorer props. We'll see, you know, as the game gets a little bit closer. Germany does tend to get a lot of corners. Um, I think even in their friendly today, they had seven corner or nine corners by themselves. So um, it could be a corner kick type match. I think, you know, this is just one of those games where you wait till game day and take a look at the props. So yeah. and in terms of corners, maybe Japan digs in and then Germany's attacking for most of the match and they're going to force out a bunch of corners. Yeah. So, you know, it could even be a team total scenario. So we'll take a look at that as as Wednesday comes around. Um, the next one, I mean, you know, pretty similar to me. Uh, it, it's going to be Spain against Costa Rica. Spain is a massive favorite, minus 600 on the money line. Uh, Costa Rica plus 1500. I think that's as lopsided as any other money line on the board. Um, you know, uh, Scotty, I'll let you take it away because I think you've identified probably the only bet to make here. Yeah. It's, you know, we looked up and down, didn't see anything we liked. And then yeah, I we're talking about just a, just a level set. I'm sorry. Like Spain's team total is like, you know, two and a half still minus money. Like it's, it's tough. Um, yeah. but I do have an angle, uh, Costa Rica, a team that is known for getting cards. I think they've gotten a red card in the last like three matches running. They got, they racked up the yellows. The prop is not out yet. It's going to get out closer to game time. So we're recording this almost a full week before this game uh, gets off. Or maybe it is actually a full week before this game gets off. So uh, check your books maybe a day before um, on Tuesday and see. I like the over on cards, anything up to five and a half. If it gets to like six and a half, that might be a little bit too much. But yeah. any any number in that area, just take the over on the cards. Costa Rica is going to be good for four at the very least. So I figure Spain will chip in with with at least one. Yeah, I don't like anything here in terms of betting numbers. I think Scotty has has a good hunch there on the cards. I, I was going to say probably looking at at least four for Costa Rica because they're going to have to probably chase shadows for a lot of this game in terms of the way Stephen the ball. Um, this isn't the Costa Rica side that back in, what was it, 2012 in, in Brazil that you know upset Italy and got out of that group and got out ahead of England as well. I, I don't think they have anywhere near that type of quality this time around. Um, so I think cards might be like the only play unless – I looked at the Spain over two and a half number is even money at this point. So oh, now it's even okay. three. better than I thought. But see, I think uh, like Argentina is scoring three is much more likely than Spain against Costa Rica. Agreed. So, I agree. Yes. Um, so, all right. So that's where we're at. Take a look at cards um, and we'll move on to the next game. The last game of Wednesday. It's maybe the marquee game of this, this round or this day uh, it is Belgium taking on Canada. And if we take a very quick look at the money line, Belgium is a minus 215 favorite, Canada plus 600. Um, I think one thing that Scotty and I spoke about on our group stage preview was always believing in Belgium overs. They might be the over team or one of the over teams in this tournament. Scotty, what are you seeing here? I mean, I love the over in this one, over two and a half. I think if we're going to have a pod lock of the week, I would like to nominate this as the pick because this Canada team with, with Jonathan David and, and Davies, that was the, the types of players that are going to cause this older, slow back line of Belgium fits. Um, you know, we, we've talked about Vertonghen and, and, and uh, Vermaelen and, and, and whoever they else have in, in, in their back line. They're just tall, slow guys that you're going to have issues keeping up with any sort of fast, pacey wingers or, or forwards. Um, so I think Canada is going to score in this one. And I think Belgium's going to have to, you know, be aggressive and, and come out of their shape maybe to, to, to get, you know, more goals for their side, because you'd say it's some marquee matchup, but you know, Belgium's the favorite to win this group and Canada's the the longest odds. So it's yeah. the one versus four Belgium. You can't drop points here and, and expect to win your oh, group or, I, I, you know, when I said marquee it, so. matchup, I meant marquee matchup for us to bet on. Okay. I'm sorry. Fair, I should have been much fair. more clear to the listeners. Well, the thing is, I don't disagree because if you look at the day, Wednesday, Morocco, Croatia, Germany, Japan, Spain, Costa Rica, Belgium versus Canada is the marquee matchup of that day. But, 100%. you know, Belgium, this is like a must win game for them. Um, and I think Canada's not a great matchup for them. So I, I like the over a lot in this one. Um, I think this is probably going to be the game of this opening round where you see the most goals. Definitely. Coach, give our Canadian listeners something to be excited about. I like the over too. Um, I, I, Alfonso Davies' name came up, right? I'm thinking back to quarterfinals Euro 2020. 
played in 2021, right, against Italy. Who was the player that gave Belgium fits down the left wing for Italy? Uh, Chiesa. Well, Spinazzola, I was going to say, oh, right? okay. Playing that winger, attacking, you know, fullback, winger-type role. And until he blew out his Achilles in the 80th minute or so, he just gave them fits. I mean, he was one of the best players in the tournament, don't get me wrong, not just that match. But that was a match that Italy ran out 2 nothing. He was giving them tons of trouble down the wing, I think. And and when Scotty was talking about the older back line and Davies and players like that, I, I could see the same thing happening. I think Canada gets at least one goal in this one. Um, you know, Belgium's a favorite for a reason. Canada hasn't been on a big stage like this in a long, long time, right? They didn't really start playing very well until qualifying. Um, but I wouldn't even put it past, I'm not going to, I would never bet Canada to win this match, but I, I wouldn't Sorry, put it Francis. past them. I wouldn't put it past them to make this into more of a match than people expect. I, I think this is Belgium's, you know, we talked about them in the past where it's their golden generation, but they <laughs> they're the really only country anything. on the planet that has the USB for most golden <laughs> generations in a tournament. <laughs> but, streak, um, tournament streak. Yeah. I, I'm even looking at, you know, Canada getting a goal and a half is minus 165, right? I, do, it, is this the kind of match where Canada nicks a goal and then Belgium needs two and it's a 2-1 type match? I do think the over is in play, though, because I think Canada can keep it close. It's either that or Canada is completely overwhelmed in their first match of the World Cup and Belgium goes out and is like three nothing winners. I think it goes one way or the other. I hope it's the, the the former with Canada really making it a game and potentially pulling something out of it. I think that would be that'd be a great start to the tournament for, uh, you know, people in the CONCACAF region and saying, you know, maybe, we, you know, we have other teams besides the U.S. and Mexico that could compete. Yeah. Um, but I do like the over. To, to make a long story short. You know, I'd love to see Canada come out, score two fucking goals early and just throw this yeah. entire group into turmoil. I don't know that it's going to happen, but man, it would be great to see. Uh, and I'm so, thinking about them in this group with Morocco and Croatia. And I didn't get to come on the group stage preview the guys, but I don't see any reason why Canada can't find a way out of this group. They sure can. They absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. The, the odds are disrespecting them. I think we're all I think in agreement so. on that. I think, yeah. um, I mean, I think it's a lack of pedigree, right? Yeah, I mean Croatia and Belgium. You know, we talked about they're, they're they're getting old, so they're due for you know a, a disappointing performance as they they need to like refresh. I think Croatia is is more likely to have that happen to them than than Belgium because Belgium still has De Bruyne. Uh, just right. to be frank, right? And that's the other thing we should note: like De Bruyne is good for at least one goal involvement in this game. Like, sure. check that off. So uh, we love this game. We love the over. It should be a lot of fun. Minus one thirty five. Lock that in right now. And then let's wrap up this uh, round one here on Thursday. Uh, first game will be Switzerland against Cameroon. Swiss are a favorite here, minus 140. Um, I don't even know where to start. What do you guys think about this game? Uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to take Cameroon, draw no bets, plus 275, just because I feel like Switzerland has a history of disappointing me. Um, Nick, this is another team that I think has screwed us when we've been in Vegas. So, yeah, But I would say that I think we're on the other side against them like two or three times. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I like, I, I had a, a special affinity for them when, when my boy Jardin Shakiri was playing. So I think I, I probably bet on them more so because of that than anything else. Well, um, he's still on the goal score. Props here, Scott, at plus 240. Yeah, he is. But you know who else is on there is my boy Vincent Abubakar, who we discussed in the preview as being the golden boot winner in AFCON over Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah. So if you're putting money on an anytime goal scorer, Vincent Abubakar at plus 275 is where I would go. Again, draw no bet. I don't know that Switzerland are going to be creating a whole lot of offense. Um, you know, uh, uh, Breel and Bolo is, is probably going to be their main guy, but um I think it's worth a shout uh, with, with Cameroon getting an upset. One of these African teams are going to make noise if Senegal so that, is 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 hurt. The, the point I was just going to gonna make is we've made it all the way to Thursday. We haven't really predicted a major upset. Every every underdog we've given has certainly been a live underdog. Is this the game where is this the first big upset of the tournament, or is this the biggest upset of the first? Yeah. so far Again, it's not my lock. I'm not making this one of my three no, locks. No, no, no. But we're just drawing draw no bet that. plus two seventy five. I think that's. That sounds as like good a of a value you special. get for a, a draw no bet, right? Um, so I'll take that all day. Yeah, the, the Swiss do show up in big tournaments sometimes. We saw what they did at the Euros, right? They beat France, pushed Spain pretty hard. Um, but I, I see where Scotty's coming from. This could be the match where, you know, so th there's going to be an upset somewhere. There's It's bound to happen. There's no way we get through 16 matches in, in match day one and, and nobody gets upset. And the thing with the Switzerland line at minus 140, there's no – play at draw no bet because that's like minus 370 so if you're gonna go draw no bet maybe you take a shot on cameroon um 
I'm not that confident in the Swiss, but I, I do see why they're favored. But uh, Cameron at plus four twenty five money line, and then I think it was plus whatever you know. Plus, Scott said like three hundred plus two seventy five. Is drawn over. I mean, not what, a bad what number. Are, what are they here on the goal line? I mean, what am I what am I missing here? Um, what you want, the plus, plus, you want the plus yeah, yeah. plus half a goal, or do you want the yeah, plus? Yeah, what's what's so the spread? Cameroon plus half a goal is is plus one fifteen. Plus one goal is minus one seventy. Oh. So double double chance is still plus money at plus one fifteen. Okay, I mean. This could be it. They, they could I, could, be I could see a draw in this match. We, we are endorsing them to pull the upset. We are not giving out a lock, but we're hoping yeah, they do correct. it. All right. Um, next one will be Uruguay against South Korea. Um, you know, we spoke about both of these teams. Uruguay, a team that always really comes to play when it's uh, the World Cup. South Korea, a team that will look to put their best foot forward, be organized, compact, will look to not get embarrassed. Uh, Coach, we have seen both of these teams many times throughout our lifetime. What do you make of this game? Uh, Does South Korea have a shot at plus 400, or is there something else you're looking at? I think South Korea is getting very undervalued at plus 400. Ooh. Because I'm I'm thinking back to World Cup's past, and they give teams fits. And, you know, Youngman, Sun can easily score a goal, right? We see what he does with Tottenham week in, week out. Is he healthy, coach? He's playing with the, uh, you know, the Batman mask looking thing. But, um, you know, that shouldn't shouldn't slow him down. I don't know. I mean, I I do like Uruguay as one of the the teams. You know, I I, I don't mind them. Nick and I, our boys, juniors, Uruguay, we we tend to root with him for, you know, his his mental health, right? Um, But there's something with South Korea that, I, I, you know, I, I'd be wary of saying Uruguay is like a lock in this match. You got the defender um, who's on Napoli this season. What, what's his Kim. name? Kim. He's awesome. been outstanding, awesome. right? Yeah. So if Nunez is the guy that starts, I'm looking at that matchup as the key matchup in this in this match because Uruguay should be the team on the front foot. And Uruguay is not a team that scores a ton either. Um, I don't know if under the new manager they're a little more offensively like out there and going. Wait, wait, my bit, boy but... Tavares isn't the coach anymore after. No, I, I don't years? think Tavares, but <laughs> I mean he played like Catanacho, right? For the longest oh, time yeah. with that like, team, even though maybe he had he passed to... away and I didn't see yeah. it because that dude's been coaching <laughs> since I was born. Yeah. Um it, it's funny to me that Suarez and Cavani are still the highest goal scorer props. Oh, of um, course they are. Goal scorer yeah. props never make sense, coach. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darwin plus one eighty five. But I would I would take a look at South Korea draw no bet plus two fifty or maybe double chance. I'm not sure what the, the the double chance is. Hold on, hold but on. if you're talking about maybe an upset in the first round, this could be the one. I think. I think there's just because of the style the, the Koreans play, they're going to be compact, like you said. They're going to limit mistakes. Plus one hundred five um, double chance. Yeah, double chance plus one hundred five is not bad. Um, I don't know if I'd make it a lock, but there's just something about to. it. And, I was looking at, um, you know, Sports Illustrated had their projections in, in the most recent issue, and they actually had Uruguay winning this group and over Portugal, over Korea, over these teams. And I don't know, there's just something about this in my gut that I feel like South Korea could pull the upset. Okay. Scotty. Uh, I'm going to go over two and a half, plus 140. Um, it's kind of going against my argument for the, con- yeah, see, the I, conservative I would the opening round. Like this. But when you're looking at the, the goal scorers, you know, uh, Sonny is is plus three twenty to score, which is crazy. So if you really like that coach, go for it. Uh, Ujo is is plus three thirty. Who's going to be the other forward up the top with him? And then I like you know my my boys Luis Suarez and, and Darwin Nunez. Uh, I think there could be goals in this one, um, especially since you know this is an opening round match, but it's it's the last day of the opening round matches. So I think maybe some of those players have, have watched a few games and that maybe not as, as, as nervous coming into it. So I'll take the over two and a half at plus plus one forty. I think plus plus one forty is a, a, a good value at that, you know, at that number. So, yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, this is another one for me. Uh, the cards are not out yet. This is a cards game for me. Uh, we, we joked about it once the rosters were, we're actually set that like, Hey, like, you know, Scotty's a big Liverpool fan. He loves Darwin. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait for Darwin to come out, score a goal and then get a red card. Same match. Like, I feel like he has that kind of energy. Um, I, I think Uruguay tends to play that way and South Korea could potentially give them fits to coach's point a little bit early. I think this is like, even in the first half, we might see two cards. So um, let's keep a close eye on that. Let's see what that number comes in at. And I will be looking at cards, but I do not hate Uruguay minus 130 on the money line if you're so inclined. 
You also didn't even talk about Luis Suarez as a card threat because that yeah, guy is I can't the wild imagine. Card. I mean, I don't <laughs> well, know he might players that doesn't get yeah. carded, so yeah. I don't know. You know, if he's in the starting lineup, then that's as good a lock as any. So I'm with you there. Um, and then the other matchup in this one, it, it, excuse me, in this group is uh, Portugal taking on Ghana. Portugal big favorites minus two fifty five. Ghana plus seven fifty. Um, anything to look for in this one? I don't know if it's a betting angle. I think the big storyline coming into this is what's going on with Ronaldo. You know, yeah. How is he going to play yeah. after? Will Piers, Will Piers Morgan be at the World Cup? Yeah, he must be. He must be. But it's. I think that's going to be the storyline coming into it. You know, does he score? He's plus one fifteen anytime goal scorer. Uh, I think he really needs to make a statement after all the shit he's been stirring up, you know, in the papers for for Manchester United in the past few days. Uh, for him to come out and have a dud of a World Cup after playing all of his cards like that would be a really tough look for him. Uh, Portugal are going to rely on him one last time. So, you know, it's going to be his tournament to shine or, or really, you know, crash and burn very ungracefully. Yeah. I think he's going to, he'll, he'll be playing with a chip on his shoulder for sure. Um, especially with the limited playing time he's had with United. I think in that sense, he'll be well rested and, you know, he's a, he's a freak in terms of keeping himself in shape. Um, Ghana, not many names you recognize, like some of the the Ghana teams of the past, you know, Partey and Anaki Williams, some, some of those players are there. But if I looked at something from a betting angle, it might be Portugal over a goal and a half here, minus 155. So how about this one? What about Ghana team total over half a goal, even money? Does Ghana get a goal in this game? No. No? Scott no. is not buying it. Not buying it. Sorry. Okay. Don't mean to be a bit smirching. Oh, no, I was. I was asking the question. I'm sorry if if I wasn't trying to lead you with that one. I'm just curious if if we think Ghana gets a goal. I'm not buying that one. Um, I think there's there's better African teams, right, that we've we've kind of gone through. I think those are going to be the guys that that make the noise for for that continent. I don't think it's going to be Ghana in this one, unfortunately. Okay. I will say, though, if we want to get crazy, we want to bet storylines. Yes, we do. Ronaldo to score two or more is plus 650. Whoa. Against Ghana. Maybe he gets one from the run of play and then Penaldo comes up late in the match or something. That's right? that's not bad. That is a good of a, as good of a lottery as I've heard so far. Yeah. So if you want to take a long shot, maybe Ronaldo to, to come out with his, you know, let his balls hang low and uh put up a, <laughs> at least two uh, against for Ghana pe- of all teams. So for Pierce. For Pierce, for Pierce. He's gonna do it. All right. Last game. Let's round out match day one, Thursday night afternoon. Brazil, the favorites of the tournament, taking on Serbia, the favorites of anybody on Calcio Twitter. The odds are as some would expect. Brazil, massive, massive, massive favorites, minus 235. Serbia, getting no respect, plus 650. Coach, does Serbia have a snowball's chance in hell? Are they the dark horse for this World Cup? You didn't get to weigh in like Scotty and I did, so I want to start with you. I think they're good. I think they have the potential to get out of the group. Are they the favorites against Brazil or are they likely to beat Brazil? No. Uh, I don't think so. You know, in a group with Cameroon and Switzerland, right? The other two teams. Tell it like group, it is. I could definitely see them getting out of the group. 100%. I think they I do. Them beating, I could see them beating the Swiss. I could see them beating Cameroon um, or getting four points in some combination that gets them through. But I don't see them getting a result against Brazil. Um it, it is something I'm like, oh, you know, like that's a lot of value there because, you know, I love value. Places I would it's not, look. It's not value if you lose, though, coach. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, one place I would look, though, is a Serbia team total over half a goal minus 140. I could see them nicking a goal and maybe losing like 2-3-1. Um, Mitrovic and Vlaovic, I, I pointed these out to you guys before the, the show, plus 240 and plus 300 respectively. Unreal two, numbers for those Two guys. of the top goal scorers in yeah. Europe, really, this yeah. season. Um, Vlaovic hurt a little bit recently. Mitrovic was been great for Fulham uh, before he got nicked up a little bit. So those are the kind of things I would look at if I wanted to support Serbia in some way and think that they are they have some potential going forward. Um, but I don't see them winning. Maybe the over, I think, is what some of you were going to point out, right? Scotty, tell educate Coach Steve on what we're doing here. Yeah, the the over is like even at at two and a half, it's it's uh, minus uh, one thirty, so not a lot of great value there. But no, phenomenal. Are you guys kidding? I thought that would be like a minus one seven. Oh, okay, I, I well, love that number. Sure, Nick Nick does. Yes, okay, fair enough. So that is where where Nick is going. I like the fact that we have 
a a menu of anytime goal scorers that are between plus 100 and plus 250 for Brazil. And so what I want to do with you guys is off the top of your head, or if you want to even pull up the, their their squad, by all means, uh, I want uh, you to see if you guys can okay. guess the top five anytime goal scorer, the shortest odds. Let's see if top you guys five. can combine to get the five. One's got to be Neymar, right? Yes, that's 100%. the easiest one. That He is at plus 110. Gabriel Jesus? Yes, he's number three. He's at plus 160. So you got two. Rafinha? Nope. You sure? Um, I'm sure. How is he not there? He's not in the top five. Ooh. Keep going. Who's their starting there. nine? Who's going to be playing in their false nine? I'll give you a hint. He plays for, for Conte. I, I don't. I wouldn't pick him because I don't even think he's going to start. He starts. He's the, he's going to play in their false nine. He, oh, he starts. As, that yes. wouldn't have been my pick. Well, he will be. He's at plus one fifty. He's the second uh, shortest odds. All right. So I'm sorry. I said Rafinha. I got so confused with myself. I met my boy Vinny Junior because yes. that dude definitely is on there. Yeah. He's yeah, number Vinny five. Junior. He's at plus two thirty. Plus two thirty. Yeah. Let's see if you can get number four. Can't be Martinelli. I think he's he's probably oh, not in the starting eleven. Starting. Yeah. How is Richardson on there? Um. That wasn't even the hard one. Oh. Number four is the hard one. Um, can, you get, can you give us a lead? Yeah, yeah, no, hold on, hold on, hold, on, like hold on. I got it. The dude who I don't even know which one he is, but I know he's on the squad. It's Pedro. It's got to be Pedro. Yes, it is. It's Pedro. That's him. Yeah. They have to throw a weird old outlier because he must be like a forward forward. So yeah, even though he's probably not playing. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's beaten out, like he has beaten out Rafinha. He's beaten out Mitrovic, Rodrigo, uh, Anthony, Vlahovic. Just a crazy... Crazy lot or short odds for some of these guys. So Brazil are clearly going to be looking to get many goals from many places. Nick, go ahead. You can take your, your over two and a half at minus one thirty. I think that's that's also a lock. You know, minus one thirty. You're right. Yeah. Like, I guess at the end of the yeah. day, that's really not that bad of a price to pay for for over no way. Two and a half. Brazil's getting two goals, no minimum, and I yeah. think Serbia could get one. Brazil could get four. I mean, I just we, we mentioned it. Um, I think Scotty and I, Coach Steve, tell us if you agree. Brazil and Belgium have to be considered for over 2.5 every single game that it's offered. If it, if the line is two and a half, the over has to be in play. Agreed. Unless it comes down to like the knockout rounds and Brazil or Belgium runs into a very defensively sound team. Yeah, that sure. might try I to mean, play for like, group stage. Yeah, but group stage, yes. Uh, I have to ask you, Nick, is this the, the longest odds for your boy, Sergei Malikovic Savage, to score though, plus 700? No, nah, I mean, he's routinely around 500 with Lazio, depending. Um, believe it or not, it, you know, it depends on the opponent. It depends on the rest of the lineup. But um, I'm certainly not counting on him to score, but he yeah. he could surprise. I mean, he's yeah. a guy that's going to be dangerous on set pieces. He's in the box all the time. Big Very guy. dangerous yeah. with the head. Um, you know, could he outjump some of these Brazilians? I think so. Um, but I'm certainly not going to count on it. Uh, the, yeah. the better money is with Mitrovic or Vlahovic, depending on who starts. Mm-hmm. Nick. Before Tatch we wrap this up, mm. a lot last... of Serbians with value. That's that's all I'll say if you want to look at a goal scorer prop. If you okay. think you're score one. Before we wrap this up, last game, one last creative bet for you. Hit me. Both teams to score, no draw. Yes is plus 175. Yeah, oh. that's not bad. I I like it. I do think Sir, I think I do think Serbia scores a goal, but I don't think they they can can draw them. So that would that'd be a yes then. Yeah, it depends. Now, this is the it's Thursday a t- it's a tough match. bet to hit, but I like it. it. It depends how the first five days of the tournament go. If I'm going to put money on that, right? But um, I, I do think there's definitely value there because I think what it is is the books don't value Serbia. Calcio Twitter loves Serbia, right? Are we leaning Calcio Twitter to at least get a goal, right? Are we somewhere in between, maybe, right? They can get a goal but not win. Yeah, they yeah, can get I a mean, goal but save face by scoring. Yeah, or I sorry, mean, they'll that's, lose, but save face by scoring. I think that's why the first three, four bets we identified all all went in that direction. So I think Scotty logically pointed us to a winning bet. I, I mean, I can't knock it. Um, but now, Brazil's, Nick, I have to ask you because of Calcio Twitter, right? Do they yeah. love this team because Juve has Vlaovic, Milik, uh, Kostic at this point? Is it is it all the Juve fans? Um, yeah, absolutely, it is. Um, I'm sorry, I, Milik, isn't he Polish? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Polish. I'm sorry. I'm getting him yes. confused because he's on yeah. Juve too. Um, but yeah. no, they're they are big, big, big believers in Kostic. Um, Juve, Juve loves him. Uh, obviously, Vlahovic, and they're big admirers of 
Sergey Malikovich Savage. They almost Big feel admirers. like he's on their team. Yeah. Almost feel like yeah. he's on their team. So he's one of them. If, if that's you, true. Yeah. You know. So give him a, a two and a half, right? Two and a half, two and a half serves. Sure. Two and a half serves. Uh, it's a new new show coming to you. But <laughs> that guys, I mean, we've we've hit you with every single match. We've given you our best plays. We've given you plays to watch out for. We've given you leans. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please give us a follow, a share, a like, a subscribe. Um, we have a group preview episode. If you haven't listened to that already, it's the best bets for teams to make it out of the group. Um, we also did futures, group winners, top goal scorers. We have some team previews coming your way. And as Scotty and I mentioned, we will be out in Vegas shooting content for your betting pleasure. So really looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you again soon.